Psalm 59 To the choir master According to Do Not Destroy A Mictam of David When Saul sent men to watch his house in order to kill him Deliver me from my enemies, O my God Protect me from those who rise up against me Deliver me from those who work evil And save me from bloodthirsty men For behold, they lie in wait for my life. Fierce men stir up strife against me. For no transgression or sin of mine, O Lord, for no fault of mine, they run and make ready. Awake, come to meet me and see. You, Lord, God of hosts, are God of Israel. Rouse yourself to punish all the nations. Spare none of those who treacherously plot evil. Each evening they come back, howling like dogs and prowling about the city. There they are, bellowing with their mouths, with swords in their lips, for who, they think, will hear us? But you, O Lord, laugh at them. You hold all the nations in derision. O my strength, I watch for you, for you, O God, are my fortress. My God in his steadfast love will meet me, God will let me look in triumph on my enemies. Kill them not, lest my people forget. Make them totter by your power and bring them down, O Lord, our shield. For the sin of their mouths, the word of their lips, let them be trapped in their pride. For the cursing and lies that they utter, consume them in wrath. Consume them till they are no more that they may know that God rules over Jacob to the ends of the earth. Each evening they come back howling like dogs and prowling about the city. They wander about for food and growl if they do not get their fill. But I will sing of your strength. I will sing aloud of your steadfast love in the morning, for you have been to me a fortress and a refuge in the day of my distress. O my strength! I will sing praises to you, for you, O God, are my fortress, the God who shows me steadfast love. Amen. Walking down a dark alley in a large city, suddenly you become aware of the presence of an enemy. Six men have stepped out of the shadows, and now they surround you. At this point, you definitely sense an ominous threat to your safety and well-being. Now, the typical reaction most men experience under such circumstances is called fight or flight. But what is the underlying emotion in such cases? Fear. Fight and flight are typically rooted in self-preservation. While this is a factor in the response, it is not the primary factor. David's primary interest is that God be glorified in the destruction of his enemies. His attitude in this psalm is similar to his reaction to Goliath, who had the gall to oppose the armies of the living God. No godly man can witness the acts of wicked men without being filled with anger, a holy anger, and the desire for God to act in the righteous judgment. These are the sentiments of the psalmist in this psalm. David's reaction is also rooted in relationship. Take, for example, the town bully who chases a little boy through the neighborhood, fully intending to inflict seriously bodily harm. 
As the little boy rounds the corner into his own yard, he runs into his father and jumps into his arms. Since the son is in relationship with the father, any offense the bully would pay to the son would constitute an equal offense to the father as well. David is the victim of an unjust and cruel warfare. It would be one thing if he had committed an act worthy of death, such as the killing of someone in cold blood. But David maintains his innocence against these charges. Certainly unwarranted accusations are not uncommon for those righteous men that lead in the public arena, especially in civil government. When you take a stand for what is right, the opposition, that is, those who despise the law of God, will try to discredit you by twisting your words or implicating you with some wrongdoing. David pleads for the destruction of the nations that oppose God, and he asks God to withhold all mercy from wicked transgressors. Overcome by his zeal for justice, David is giving is David giving away to hyperbolic language? You may remember from Psalm 51 that David counted himself as a transgressor, So he cannot be asking God to withhold mercy from everyone that has transgressed the law of God. Yet with these words, he still maintains a strong sense of of opposition between those that are in covenant with God and those who are outside of the covenant. For those that remain in a stated position of rebellion against God, David prays for God's retributive justice. There is a kingdom of Satan. And this kingdom is filled with those who oppose God and refuse to repent. They are destructive and act often with impunity. Speaking of kings and rulers who act in rebellion to God, David compares them with dogs that act ferociously, with grandiose barks and fierce snarls, but are quite easily overcome. Using language similar to that found in Psalms 2 and 52, David reminds us that God laughs in the face of these proud, rebellious powers. At any time, without a moment's notice, he can choose to destroy them. Maybe our praying's too soft. Maybe when we see the wickedness of our age, we dismiss it. But there will come a time when God will make all things right. That should be the focus of our praying. There are things that are utterly wicked that are not so far from us. The starving child, the abused woman. The victimized men are all people whom we should cover in our prayer and seek to shelter with our actions. That is to act righteously. That is to be like Christ. And those institutions are strongholds in society that cater to lust and greed that encourage violence and abuse. We should ask God to tear them down, even as he protects us from them. Let us pray. Lord God Almighty, You know us better than we know ourselves. And so we come to you in humbleness, asking you to forgive us of all of our sin and selfishness. We also ask that, Lord, you would come and cleanse our people from their wickedness, from the places where we have let sin creep into our communal lives. Deal with the nations that oppose you with a stern hand, breaking them down to a humble place where they may repent. Until then, be our fortress. Protect us from all who would seek to attack us for your name's sake. Be our shelter. 
be our fortress. In Jesus' holy name do we pray this. Amen and amen. Amen.